Welcome to Unload the Week. We've had a few libations, and uh, we were literally spitting gold vapor from our mouths. Mm-hmm. And my whore wife opened the door and cut the power. Speak, Just shut everything off. <laughs> <laughs> and due to our libation intake, we don't recall exactly what we're talking about before. I what we remember. were talking about before. I do not remember any of it. Any of it. We talked about pops. Yeah, sounds. Loud sounds. Pops. Pops from the city. <laughs> People setting off fireworks for Memorial Day weekend. We're on your deck that you built by hand. And the deck. I used a screw. Oh. And a, screw ju- <laughs> a screw gun. <laughs> I used a screw gun. I used a drill. I used a screw. Used We're getting off this deck right One screw. <laughs> it's held up with paper mache. It's held up with and dreams. <laughs> Hey, dreams are powerful. I did wing it. So I actually got this board over here that is not nailed in so I can get underneath the deck with my arms. That's it. Just your arms? Yeah, I can't fit underneath these boards. So what do you boards. put down there? Well, I ran the, the cord underneath the one that my whore wife <laughs> <laughs> unplugged as she opened the door tonight. Oh, okay. So the, you're talking the board... Against the house? No. Oh, this board. Oh, just... Okay. Deck board. Now, if anybody ever actually listens to this... They're gonna... Whore. That's a compliment. Whore. Yeah. That's a, that's a reference to It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. And uh, she cranks my yank, and she cranks my heart. <laughs> she is my forever whore. Now, I still pay her. But she doesn't bang other dudes. <laughs> exclusive deal. I got an exclusive deal. I put a ring on it, and she lets me put my thing on it. Thang on it. Did you ever... So, I used to stay up late at night in high school. And, and watch I, I just, Conan I, O'Brien? I couldn't fall asleep. I'm no, guilty. not Conan. Guilty. Not Conan. I'd guilty watch as charged. BET late night. I'd, I'd pop in there once in a yeah, while. And they had horrible, just horrible, like, I'm going to be the next best rapper, and I've got $500 to make a music video. <laughs> I'm about to throw on my church suit and make a video with some whores. With my buddy's flip phone. Right. And uh, there's this one song called Get It Tonight, I believe. Or no, What That Thing Smell Like. <laughs> And the hook for it is, I'm trying to get it tonight. Go on and tell me what that thing smell like. And this, like, he was, at one of the scenes, he is standing in front of a strip club. And every girl that passes by is brushing their finger under his nose. (laughs) And, And, like, throughout the music video... He's just rubbing puss, just the Sanchez. putting it right up oh. to his, his nose, just <laughs> and like one of them get on there, and he's got a good voice, and he's like, "What that thing smell like?" <laughs> it's so good. You you need to just Google what that thing, what that smell, thing like. smell like and watch like their. Oh, it's I'm surprised <laughs> it didn't win an Emmy. <laughs> 
Ugh. Or what's the... Yeah, it's an Emmy that like musical artists get, right? Yeah. Are you I, sure? It's Grammy. Just, Grammy. Grammy. That's what it is. Yeah, Emmys, I think, for shows. Emmys for movies. musicals and... Yeah, movies. It's <laughs> <laughs> musical yeah, movies. It's, for, it's, it's all the same thing. Lion King. Yeah. That's a musical. Lord of the Rings won an Emmy? Lard of the Rings. Lard. <laughs> we must get the ring back so I can have my ham. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I miss those movies. I mean, I have them. I could watch them whenever I want, but my, I miss watching them for the first time. Right. I watched the first one in theaters, and I didn't know mm-hmm. what I was getting into. Me neither. And I remember watching it. And you know, the first one has like five endings to it. And when... Uh, you mean like at, when it came out on DVD? Like you, like the, no, 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 no. When I was in theaters, and I thought it was the end, and it wasn't the The last end. one was like that. The first one was like that. Really? Yeah. No. Yes. No, the first... The first? That's the one I saw in theaters. The first one ends after Gandalf Falls. Spoiler alert. No. No. <laughs> and no, then they, it doesn't they like, end after they separate Gandalf there. Falls. They put the midgets on the boat, and then they go the other way. <laughs> ah, but you can't yes. say the M word. <laughs> that was a hard G. <laughs> but I remember seeing Wait. Agent Smith. He was dressed up as an elf. Yeah. It's and the Matrix, like, dude. You can do it. He came in like they did this, this cut where he like just came in and he was like, speaking some you know elfish shit. Mm-hmm. And I, I I was in the theater and I was like, where did he come from? <laughs> Who is this? And dude? like half the theater laughed, and the other half was very upset with me for speaking <laughs> at such a moment. And I was like, shut up, nerds. <laughs> And here I am loving the movie. Yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> fucking losers. <laughs> I love this movie. It's it, it stayed true to the books. <laughs> Funny movie theater story. We were watching I don't know. It doesn't matter. We were at the theater. And you know when the lights turn down and then credits start rolling at the beginning of the movie? Yes. Quiet. Everyone's waiting. You Lights go down, it's black in there. All you hear is some guy in the front row yell, My dick skin! <laughs> <laughs> and you don't remember what movie I, this was? No, that stole it. Like, that's all I remember from the movie. And I was dying laughing. Like, I was getting elbowed by my girlfriend at that time. Like, shut up, shut up. And I'm just crying laughing at this guy. Just my dick skin. That's all I needed. That made my dick. You're like, we can leave right <laughs> yeah, now. I paid eleven fifty. I'm I, good. I don't care about this movie. <laughs> that was the best stand-up I've seen ever. So I've been an old man the majority of my life. Yeah. And uh, we went and saw Paranormal Activity 2. And I had two dates that night. And I don't, I don't know who I thought I was, but I felt like I was the man. Mm. And my, my good friend Tyler was with me. And I had one of my... They, they were my friends. They were my date. One of them was, like, had her head on my chest, like, snugging up to me. And there was there were these younger than I was. Like, that, uh, that came out when I was maybe, like, 24, 25, maybe something like that. And I really enjoyed the Paranormal Activity franchise. Yeah, the saga. Like, yeah, it was just... <laughs> I enjoy those movies where it's like you don't actually see... 
a creature. You just the impending doom of it yeah. all. It's the unknown but, that's scarier than seeing a monster come out of the under right. the bed or whatever. Um, and so these people were behind me. They were younger, and they're like narrating the movie, and they're laughing at it, and they're making jokes, and I'm I'm just in my head getting upset because I want to get in. You're the building movie. up to tell them to shut the fuck up, right? And <laughs> my friend that was laying on my chest, she's like, "Your heart's beating really fast, and this is not a scary part. Are you okay?" And I'm like, "I'm just I'm, I'm so mad right now. I'm so mad." <laughs> and she was like, "Well, just say something," and I was like. And I've been in theaters before where an older man said something to a younger person, and they just mouthed off even more. Mm-hmm. And I'm like... Because you're uh, not going to do anything, you old man. Right. Fuck off. Yeah, granted, I was 24, but still. So I like, I got up, and I, I just stood right up, and I turned around, and I was like, Hey, shut the fuck up. I can't get into this goddamn movie because you're narrating it. Shut the fuck up. I understand you might be scared, and this is a way you're working through it right now. <laughs> but I can't get in this fucking movie. Shut up. Yeah. <laughs> and so then people clapped for me when I did that. And I sat down, and I was, like, really, like, like hyped up. Yeah. Like, ugh. I you hope they don't say anything trying back. To relax. No, I didn't have a boner, but <laughs> I was worried that they were going to say some shit. And they said a few things. They were like, oh, jeez, fucking chode. And I wanted to, like... <laughs> turn around and be like you're the chode <laughs> but i was like if i just turn around and start saying more shit they're just gonna, gonna say to more shit 14 year olds and i just really want to watch this movie like yeah. i want to get startled and and they stayed quiet the rest of the night and at the end of the film when the lights came up and the credits start rolling i stand up and i turn around i was like Thank you for shutting the fuck up. I really appreciate it. <laughs> and they didn't know what to think at that point. Like, because now they're seeing me and I'm a larger man. <laughs> they're yeah, they're like, like, fuck, thank God we shut them up. Whatever you say, dude. You were right. <laughs> Stop cursing at me. <laughs> I want my mom. <laughs> Why did we sneak in? <laughs> but I was like, I understand you're scared. I want to be scared too. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> so. You think we'll be going to watch a movie at a theater anytime soon? No. No? Probably. No. Probably next year. Yeah. Maybe the end of the year. They'll come out with a few movies. Maybe this fall. Yeah. Maybe this fall. Like, I am disappointed. The only movie I'm disappointed with, and I didn't even really want to see it, but because I've seen all the Marvel movies in theaters, like, I wanted to see the Black Widow movie. Okay. That was supposed to come out last month. Oh, yeah. And obviously they want to release it in theaters because they make more money they that way. They spend probably quite a bit of money to make it. Rather than... Uh, <laughs> rather than... Um, you know, like how Amazon has been... Like the movies that were in theaters, Amazon was like, hey, let's let's rent it to them for $20. Yeah. You know, like, they probably met somewhere in the middle where it's like, well, let's let's say a family goes to see this movie, they're spending upwards of 40 but yeah. if one person wants to see this movie, they're spending 10 bucks. let's meet in the middle somewhere, and let's just charge everybody $20 to rent this movie for three, you know, you get three days to watch Whatever. it, and you can rewatch it. I thought that was really cool, but there is that whole, I love going to the movies, and there's the whole experience of walking into the theater 
smelling the popcorn and then going and sitting. And I will say that's one of the things I miss most about this pandemic the right now. Trailers. I, the trailers are like my favorite yeah, part. A little quiz that right. you're really early. <laughs> you gotta, I don't think oh, they do the quiz. Or of a girlfriend that's like, we gotta be there early and get good seats. You're like, fuck, now I gotta do this quiz before the movie starts. <laughs> like, what the shit? But yeah, there it, it is. It somebody. I mean, I mean, it's not like one person said this, but the like the whole thing of like going on a road trip let's say we're going on a road trip to california it's like the road trip is going to be the main part of it it's the yeah. it's like the the adventure getting there the anticipation of before the concert starts or the show starts where you're getting amped up and then it starts and then you're all that stress is gone and then you're like not let down but it's like you know it's like you you it's like part of the ritual well whatever whatever it is you're doing also a movie maybe part of it is whatever you're going to the movie and you know what you're expecting from that movie you don't know what previews you're gonna see. yeah so that's exciting yeah like oh what what am i gonna see in this yeah like i went to see shazam in theaters it was either shazam or predator and i really wanted to see predator yeah but i'm like well rotten tomatoes is given shazam X amount of tomatoes and Predator's not getting any. And I'm like, that sucks so much because I love the Alien and Predator franchise. Oh, wait, we're talking... I'm thinking the Shaquille O'Neal movie. I'm sorry. (laughs) 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 I'm thinking Rotten Tomatoes was out back. (laughs) You're thinking... You're thinking Kazam. Kazam. You're thinking Kazam. The Predator with Arnold. that, that That was the Sinbad movie. Oh, it wasn't. Yeah. But that's the that's thing. That's the, what is that effect? Nelson Mandela effect? The Mandela effect? Where people... Yeah, something like yeah. that. I'm not going to actually Baron Steen, not Baron yes. Stein. Right. <laughs> Who gives a like, shit? Well, they're, they're Jewish, Jewish. bears. Yeah. <laughs> um, so you're talking... I'm talking about Kazam, the superhero like Shazam. Whatever it was? Shazam. Yeah, Shazam. Shazam. And the Predator not 2008. Went. No, this was like two years ago. <laughs> And what Predator movie that came out at that time? It's Predators. No, not Predators, because that's the one where they were on a planet. and They all got the dropped off as prisoners. Them. That was Predators. That's not the one I saw. It was Predator, the one where a Predator came to Earth to basically warn the human race that there are these other Predators that are fucking They're our mean. shit up. They're mean. And uh, <laughs> we want you guys to survive. But Adrian Brody... No, Adrian Brody was in Predators. Yeah, that was I like that. That was pretty good. The guy from uh, that Crockpot show. Crockpot. Crock. This is us. You ever heard of This Is Us? Your wife would love it. The the dad in it? Yeah, no, not the dad. The black. Well, he's a dad. The black dad in it. Okay. I don't remember. I don't know anybody's name other than Mandy Moore on there. Yeah. But he was in a in some other. I guess I didn't really. Uh, the guy from Key and Peele, Key, he was in it. Okay. But anyway, anyway. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, I wanted to see that movie, but I also kind of wanted to check out Shazam because it's a superhero movie. I like watching them even though fun. DC movies suck. Mm. So my my buddy and I decide, okay, Shazam. And he's like, I don't care which one. And I'm like, well, Rotten Tomatoes, blah, blah, blah. Let's, we're going to see Shazam. And I go into Shazam, and the previews are previews for children's movies like kid movies and i'm like what what the shit is this 
Like, I, I understand this is a comic book movie, but you're, like, giving me stuff for... Children. For, yeah, like, Disney movies and Pixar, which I do love, yeah. but I'm just curious, like, why... Like, you don't go see Jason, you know, 2020, and expect to see Lion King Returns in the yeah. previews. And so... And then I'm watching the movie, and I'm like, this is a fucking kid's movie, and I'm just upset. Like, I couldn't even enjoy the film, <laughs> because I was expecting a superhero Jokes movie are gonna be lame. like that of Batman, Superman, and the Marvel movies, and I'm just watching this made-for-kids <clears throat> movie. And now, had I gone in there with the mentality knowing that it was a movie geared more towards actual children, not yeah. just comic book fanatics <laughs> or fans no fanatics yeah. <laughs> i would have been i would have been pleased with it but i'm just the entire time i'm like i could just be asleep right now this, this is bullshit <laughs> and then it's like oh it's supposed to be a kid's movie same thing happened with me with thor ragnarok like i was like this movie sucks i don't like it and then my brother actually told me i watched it he was like he said, I think it's funny that Thor Ragnarok is on Netflix listed as a comedy. And I'm like, what? 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 It's a comedy? And then I rewatched it. And I fucking love that. Yeah. I love it. And I'm like, oh, I can't go in thinking everything's Iron Man. Like, yeah. the whole thing is serious with a little bit of comedy mixed in. Like, it's... Like the first Iron Man. Right. Right. <clears throat> it's just good. That was the best one, I think. Yeah, I agree. I concur. I went on a uh, Marvel movie binge and was trying to watch them in chronological order as far as the story goes. Me too. There's a lot. During quarantine? Yeah. Yeah, me too. I got to, because um, there were some I kind of watched out of sequence, just out of, you know, oh, yeah. I was bored. Let me watch. I did the same thing, sort the of. Hulk I, or whatever. I skipped, uh, I skipped the Hulk and I skipped Guardians of the Galaxy. But I, which I, I recently watched movies, Captain but... Marvel. Captain Marvel, yeah. That was good. I love the the setting, like the time. What was it like nineties? Do you and think she, it's like, because we grew up in the nineties? Yeah, that's why it's like nostalgic. Yeah, like she yeah. crash lands at a, in a blockbuster. Blockbuster. Spoiler yeah. alert: she <laughs> <laughs> crash lands in a blockbuster, walks out to the security guard, and she's like, "I need com uh, a communication device." And he points at a Radio Shack, and I was like, "Dude." <laughs> Every time I went into a Radio Shack, they looked at me like I was a piece of shit. Like, you're not going to buy anything, you fucking loser kid. Like, <laughs> you can't afford any of this stuff that's bolted to the top of right. this kiosk, you <laughs> asshole. I never felt that way walking, like, because I just didn't realize things when I was younger. Like, we grew up very poor, and I yeah. didn't know we were poor because I'm yeah. like... Would, it, it just it, this was my normal life every day. Yeah. So like I didn't notice anybody looking like which they most likely did. They're like, here's the kid. He was in here last week wearing the same fucking clothes. <laughs> His clothes are and a little dirty first, today. Well, first off, they probably didn't think that. They thought, why is this kid walking? What is he trying to steal today? Yeah. Because well, I did steal from the some, mall when I was batteries, a child. Batteries right? were like gold back but then. But I, I love going into Radio Shack and looking at this new technology. I'm like, oh, it's a phone with four answering machines. We should totally <laughs> yeah. get this. So if somebody calls me while somebody's calling me, <laughs> right. they can tell me that they, <laughs> that they called me. And I need to call them back. Yeah. It's amazing. Whoa. Like, Whoa. Whoa. This stereo has two CD players. Oh, wait a second. Bass boost? Ooh. That's what I'm talking about. A little about. toggle that just makes it right. sound shittier, but you're like, 
Let me listen to my Christian music that my parents make me listen to on this boom bass. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, I think it's the nostalgia of it. Like, um, I don't know. You did you grow up in Flint? Yes. So you're, which is where we are currently. Yeah. So I mean, it's not like you're going back home and it's like weird. Because you grew up there, and you right. remember the time that this happened. Like, this was just part of your life forever. But, like, we moved back and forth quite a bit. I So it was, it's, a little dif- it's a little different. I was born in Flint. I was... Then we moved to Arkansas when I was a baby. Little Rock. And then my parents proceeded to make two more children. And we moved back up to Michigan. And we, we were always in Flint. Yeah. Um... And then I went to school in Big Rapids. I'm from Big Rapids. I went to Holly. That was just such a podunk town. I'm like, I got a too many back roads without lights. Too many main roads without lights. <laughs> yeah. And I moved to Grand Blank. This was like during high school? Like no, 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 no. This, I, I apologize. So I grew up in Flint. I graduated from Flint. Okay. I was in Flint my entire high school career. After high school, I went to Big Rapids, Michigan, uh, Ferris State. And then some things happened that were out of my control. I came back home to Flint, went to school here for a little bit, moved to Holly because it was just a situation where I could be in Holly. And not that it wasn't that much rent. And I was a, it was just safe. I was young and I was a, I was a bartender. And it was like, I don't have a set amount of money I'm making, even yeah. though I was making so much money because it was before the recession. None hit, of it was guaranteed. People were just like throwing yeah. money. Yeah. And then I moved <clears> to Grand <throat> Blank. And I enjoyed it there. And then I stayed in Grand Blank for a long time until this girl I was dating, we, uh, we liked each other because we were dating. <laughs> I mean, we were dating because we liked each I other. I forced her to live with me. But then, no, no, no. Uh, oh, shit. Actually, I lived, I don't want to talk about that girl that we lived together. That was just a horrible situation. But I don't even know why we're talking about this. This is dumb. Basically, I moved into Flint for a little bit mm-hmm. with a girl. We were dating. Then we weren't dating. And we moved in together when we weren't dating. And then I met who was going to be my future wife, moved back to Grand Blank because I found this awesome apartment. And that was that's a whole other story. Like, this lady was like, I think God wants me to give you my apartment. <laughs> and I, I did not pander to her like, oh, well, praise the Lord. Yeah, I God was like, said to I me said, too. Like, give <laughs> me the shit, lady. Was, there was this other couple that was looking at it. And she's like, well, I just, I really feel like I should talk to you. And then she met me and like, she was like, I want to pay your security deposit. Like, and she's like, is it okay if I hug you? And I'm like, yeah, hug, hug away. Like, this, it, is, this is right? amazing. Give me your money. Give me a hug. And get the hell out of here. Well, and then the thing was, like, they wouldn't let her transfer the security <laughs> deposit. They're like, you're getting that back. And she's like, well, I want to pay for it then. I want to pay for it. I'm like, who, who's this angel? Sorry about this. Because she's never met me before. Yeah. And she's just doing these nice things. And I'm not used to people doing nice things like, for me. There's something else involved if somebody's like sweet talking to you. Right. Or like, whatever. What, what are you trying to What's like, the is angle there, here? Is, is, did you put arsenic in the, in the vents? Is like, your cameras hidden going, in the bathroom? Right, exactly. <laughs> so, anyway, I got that apartment. And then 
Carrie and I started dating. Carrie, who is my wife now. And then I was in that apartment for like a year and a half, and I sublet it to somebody else. I was like, because Carrie was like, why don't you move into my apartment, which was connected to her mother's house where rent wasn't anything. Yeah. And she's like, why don't you move in here because we're moving forward. Let's save some money and buy a house. And I'm like, that sounds great to me. Mm. I like you. Like let's I like we you. are moving we are moving forward <laughs> in our relationship so and then uh yeah we moved in together and we started looking at homes and it was funny because at first I wanted to move back into Flint like we moved into Mount Morris and I wanted to move back into Flint in this in the area I'm in now I'm like I love these houses it's by the school I grew up in a lot of friends live in this neighborhood and she's like, well, the water crisis is going on right now. Let's like, let's look around, like you know, Davison, Swartz Creek, just surrounding yeah. the city of Flint. And I'm like, okay, sure, we can do that. And we're we're looking at houses. We don't like any of them. And then it just happens. Doesn't just happen. Her her father works with reverse osmosis. So it's like, well why don't we take advantage of a shitty situation like yeah. buy a nice house that's, for, that we're going to buy for what it's not worth yeah. because there's a water fucking crisis. Yeah. And I can work into the deal like, well, we have to put in this reverse osmosis system, which is going to cost $6,000. Why don't we knock that off the price? And, yeah, we got a great deal on the home we're in now, which is in the heart of the city of Flint. Yeah. And we live in a great neighborhood. And yeah, you hear that, people? <laughs> yeah, Flint <laughs> is awesome, but that's that's a it's so it's like, separated by not so good, like you were saying. Yeah, like there's four thousand feet this way. It's don't it's, be it's there. The I mean, Dort Highway is yeah, you know, two thousand feet that way. Yeah, which <laughs> whatever. I mean, it's it's like that in Detroit. Like there's spots yeah. where you're like, this is Detroit. It's like California, and then there's nobody living in these houses for blocks, and then it's like multi-million dollar baseball players living right. in these amazing houses right. and then it's nobody it's like yeah. it's like islands of not rich but Very people wealthy. that are more people fortunate well off. yeah well, well off. off whatever i mean well, it's it, it's not that dramatic here in flint no. but it's well it's, it's similar kind of if you go down that street and to the left it is yeah those are freaking castles yeah. over there yeah like i actually when i was in high school Stayed at a friend's house who lived over there. Mansions down there. And it was it was a it it's it was like a I think the house that my friend lived in that I stayed at for two weeks. It was a twelve bedroom home. Jeez. And I stayed in the basement, but it wasn't like a like a cellar. It was like another a whole other house down yeah. there. And like my second week, like the Monday of the second week, me staying there is when I met his parents, <laughs> and they were like, "Who are you?" <laughs> I'm, like, oh, I'm Michael. Chase said I could I live stay here, here. <laughs> and his dad was like, "You want a cappuccino? I've got this cappuccino machine." I'm like, "Of course I do." Yeah, yes. Can you put a leaf in it? <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing. But uh, a nice like you're talking about. We were talking about nostalgia. Yeah. And a thing I do love about my city now is when I grew up here, I would walk downtown. Like when I was 
13 years old thinking I'm a hard ass because everybody was afraid to be downtown. Yeah. Flint, there was no businesses down there hardly. It was just everybody was like, that's where the most crime happens. But it's like everybody was so scared to be downtown that nobody was downtown. Yeah. Like I never ran into anybody when I was down there. And granted, I was there with a friend. It is I didn't like just go foot down traffic there. wise on an off day. It's like ghost town. And now though, now you know this. Is, I'm talking about when I was 13. So this is 22 years later. Mm-hmm. It's booming down there now. I mean, not right now because of the pandemic. Yeah. But you take any corner of Ann Arbor, and that's downtown Flint yeah. now. And the police presence or is East down Lansing there strong. Or anything like that. Yeah, like it's a it's like a, a college, really nice town. Like and almost it's, like a college It's becoming town a college yeah. town. Like when we had Woodrow Stanley, when he was the mayor, like Kettering offered to do all these things back when it was GMI. And he was like, I don't want us to becoming a college town. And I remember being like 12 years old going... What 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 the hell else are we gonna be? Yeah, like let them do some stuff. And now you have um, Flint and Mott and Kettering have done so much for the development of close to downtown Flint. U of M especially downtown Flint. Like it's just it's amazing the and things that are all going the, on down there. I mean, it seemed like overnight you'd go down the street or like the main strip, and it's like pop up bars like all over. Yeah. Like, they just came out of nowhere, yeah. kind of. And Actually, there's competition now, and you have a choice now. It's not, yeah. oh, let's go to this place, because right. that's the only place that we have. It's like, well, we have six places. Let's go to each one of them and see what's up. Well, there's even more than six now. Yeah. I mean, I know you were just spitting out yeah. a number there, but, like, my friends, I have friends that are co-owners of two of the, the newer restaurants downtown, the Eberson, which is an arcade bar, which is a yeah, lot of that's fun. Pretty the cool. bartenders are amazing. Like, it's, it's really fun when you're such good friends with the bartender they come and visit you when your first child is born yeah (laughs) and like she came up she had flowers and she hung out and held her for a while do you have to pay for the arcades there because i not on tuesdays okay i don't know when we went but i put a quarter in the mortal Kombat machine and i played for like fucking almost an hour yeah just killing everybody tuesdays is free play okay and other days you do have to exchange money for tokens because i swear they had like a little change machine Which type thing they do they do have that change and machine i was like you, let's do some mortal Kombat. and i just whooped his ass and we just kept going and going and i'm like okay we've been playing for a while now let's you know what makes me else. so upset about these are close friends of mine and i was there one night and it was back when i was working third so i had to leave by like 10 so i could get my wife home and i could go get ready for work and go to work and they have the X-Men game there mm-hmm. that I loved that game when I was a kid. They had it at Walmart, the the Walmart that's on Corona Road. And that was an animal, yeah. <laughs> yeah there's... We're sitting outside on a deck Yeah. Like, to reiterate. <laughs> yeah, there's no <laughs> There is wildlife in Flint. There yeah. are deer in my neighborhood, actually. <laughs> so... <laughs> That's an alarm goes off. That's a bat. And there's bats flying <laughs> over our head. <laughs> I wish we had some ambient microphones in this place. So I loved that X-Men game so much. And I remember I saved up like $20 in quarters. And I got dropped off at Walmart so I could play this X-Men game. And it was me and my younger brother. And we're playing it. And I remember a guy came up and was like, he came and was playing it with us for a second. I had the bag of quarters right on top. Like, it's like on, just, Yeah. You're going to lose. I'm beating this game. <laughs> yeah. 
and I remember I gave him some of the quarters because I was just like, yeah, come on, let's play. Let's, I'm rich, bitch. We're all have fun. <laughs> and we didn't win. And I remember one night at the Eberson telling my friends, like, I really just want to come in here on a Tuesday and just play that game until I beat it so I can finally figure out how it ends. That's what I want to do. I want to come up here on a Tuesday one night and just roll through it. It's like, I don't want to look it up on YouTube or Google how this game ends. Game Genie. <laughs> and so I've, I've got, like, six six couple friends that are there. And uh, I got to go. All right. See you later, guys. Well, I get a Snapchat later on of the fucking ending of the game because four of my guy friends decided to pump in $60 to that game and fucking beat it. I was like, fuck you guys. Ruiner. <laughs> That's so fucked up. Like, I leave and you just spend an hour and a half on this fucking game and $60 to beat it to Snapchat me, that bullshit ending. Like you guys suck. Like I still, I still want to do it though. I still want to go like because I know the end credit. I don't know the end I don't want to do that. I want to play it in the arcade version. I want to beat it. I want to fucking beat it. (laughs) It's mine. I wonder if you could just buy the uh, game. Yeah, I I figure you can. I don't want to do that. Well, I mean. No, I don't because it will taunt me. I like if I bought it and like put it in my garage or basement, I wouldn't ever be able to beat it. I'd be like, this is bullshit, and I'm I'm so sad now. My life's a fucking it's a fake. <laughs> so before we started this, you were you were gonna tell me something about ghosts. Oh, about ghosts. Yeah. Yes. Okay. I need to know if. I'm sure, I mean, Flint's pretty old, so and there's old houses all over the place. This house is almost 100 years old yeah. now. Nobody's died in it, though. I paid $12 to find out if anybody died in this home. Nobody died. Damn. I know, I was well, a Well, I mean, that's kind of good that they didn't, but... <laughs> right. So, I grew up in a non-denominational Christian home, and I grew up believing... Jesus Christ is your savior. Mm -hmm. Demons are real and they hate you. And when you die, you go to heaven. And so when I was a kid, I just believed it because, you know, my parents told me that. You're like indoctrinated, whatever that word is. That's a word. (laughs) The word. The word. You don't have a choice. So I just believed it. Yeah, I was born into it. And, uh. And I had a crazy imagination growing up, so I used to think I saw things all the time, and it was probably just dreams and things like that. Anyway, when I was 17, I remember this is the first time I ever questioned my faith. I said, does God exist? And it scared me. I was like, oh my God. And then I was like, of course he exists. And I'm like, but what if he doesn't? And and from then on out, I became essentially agnostic. And then for a while, you know, early 20s, I'm like, oh, I'm an atheist. None of it's none of this. It's not that none of our lives matter, but nothing happens after you die. Yeah. And I'm still at a crossroads with that. Like, I want to believe, but, and this sounds corny or cliche, but since my daughter was born, she has started to tip me more towards there being a spiritual realm. Mm. Now, not to say that, okay, it's a segue. I 
my personal theory on it is matter can't be created or destroyed. We're all made of star stuff. All the things that have that are part of us have been around from the beginning. Yeah. And I do like the idea of the universe expands and then it collapses and it expands and it collapses. Just recycled Just, energy so and consciousness. Like, so when I die and my body goes into the earth, which actually I hope I can launch my whole body into space because that'd be cool. And like maybe an alien civilization Just millions of years later finds you and like, hey, let's bring this guy back to life and blow his mind. <laughs> or but land on a planet and completely pollute it with your dust. Right. You, they just all die. Right. Like, oh. There's just disease. <laughs> um, fuck, what was I saying though? Oh. So. Yeah, when I die, I go into the earth. And then, you know, eventually the Earth is going to be destroyed by our sun. But our sun's not going to... Our sun doesn't have enough energy to go supernova. It's going to turn into a red star and then come dwarf down to a a white star. But it will destroy our entire solar system. Burn it up, burn everything up, and then... there's still... We'll become part of that sun, and then we'll be launched out into the universe, and then my consciousness will never exist again after this life is done. But... Perhaps my DNA or something found within our atoms that we haven't discovered yet might appear in another living creature that, that is ha- then might like have traits or something. Exactly. Like that so like when people are like, "Oh, I had a past life," so it's, it's like, like almost like a reincarnation. Essentially, yeah. <laughs> and I and I like thinking of it that way. But not like of your of your consciousness. Of not like of my how consciousness. You are, but right. Like of what you're made of. And your maybe some traits or right nuances make of up just of what you. I am right now. Yeah could potentially exist again in the very far future yeah um yeah that's, anyway. that's cool though so uh, uh that's my personal theory on it and i think that's really pretty and i like to believe in that at least because i don't believe that when you right now i don't believe that when you die something actually happens other than you're just dead you're deleted like the light turns off right that's it that's it but and, can i can i put something in there yeah um like my belief like I'm, I'm kind of there with you. Where I was born to Catholicism, so it's like no meat on Fridays, church every Sunday. It was like whatever my parents were doing. It's like okay, this is what we do. Right. But um, as far as like as I got older and thinking on my own and existential crisis or whatever, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like just roll with what you have and enjoy the little moments. It's not a a prize at the finish line. It's all the little wins leading up to the end. Yeah. But I, I, I feel like there's, like, um, some type of borrowed energy, like you said, with your DNA getting blasted off into space. Um, well, and I want to say, just, well, yeah. I'm sorry, not DNA, well, but yeah. something similar but to that some inside of our of atoms. You. Yes, yeah. essence, some essence you. of you or whatever is, like, getting blasted and recycled and blasted and recycled. And then it's almost like um, you're melting down gold over and over and making it more pure and more yeah. pure. Eventually, there's going to be, like, some perfect being, maybe. they Maybe they already exist. But I feel like it's a borrowed energy. Like, it came from something that happened that was powerful. Mm-hmm. Whether if it's God or Big Bang or an accident or it's a simulation, whatever, whatever well, it is. <laughs> I want there to be something. Yeah. I do want there to be something. Like, there's people that pray every day. You know what I mean? Like hardcore Christians, Catholics, whatever religion they believe in, 
it's almost like they're erring on the side of caution. Like, I'd rather do this just in case they do right. exist. I'd right. rather be wrong in that than... Well, I was in church when a pastor actually said, he was like, this is what I believe. You know what? If I die and nothing happens, I lived a good life. Yeah. And I, I can appreciate yeah, that. There's good things about religion, about keeping you on the like a, a like a narrow truthful path and being good yeah. to your neighbor and good to people that's how it that's like a good rule of living like yeah. a golden rule and it's un, it's unfortunate though that we do need that but in our day and yeah. age now like conservative christians are like so far from what but it's, I, I don't want to get into that yeah right it's now. but it's but i mean it's like it's totally a different world now than it yeah. was 30 six months ago now right. during this pandemic <laughs> right like, so imagine what happens when we're old and our kids are going through something and we're just like, we've been through it like six times already, right, but they're, right. it's their first punch in the face of reality. That's like, you're a person that doesn't, you're like a, like a finite life form. Let's say you have a limited time living on a planet with limited time with a sun that has limited time right. and it gets destroyed and rebuilt again. And then it, so technically, it, it does last forever, maybe, because it's breaking down and expanding yeah. and breaking down and expanding. But well, and even you can go I, into. I thought it was like a borrow, like we're borrowing energy from something. So when we pass, our energy, like this is, I, I was thinking about this recently, where it's like, okay, so we're borrowed energy. So my interpretation of this energy is what I'm living and what I'm expressing in my day to day life. Does that? Like, am I, like, imagine, like, you die, but this little ball of you is, like, shot into this different dimension, and you're like, oh, I remember, like, I had, like, like, I had this feeling, like, I shouldn't do this, it's like, but that's me, like, uh, twisting the outcome of this next living thing, yeah. because of what I did in my life, right? or, or what I thought of in my life. Like, like kind of like you're always trying to essentially improve yeah. With each life. Like, um, do you know Duncan, Dunkle, <laughs> Duncan Trussell? No. Okay. You got it. He's, he's amazing. Um, is he, he a podcaster? He's a podcaster comedian. He has a show on Netflix. John's always trying to get me to listen to podcasts. <laughs> but, um, yeah, um, he's awesome. Like the, his, his, the way he thinks it's like he's, everything he's doing is like out of peace and love and mm-hmm. like good vibes. But he believes that, let's say, there are multiple versions of you because... I love that theory, by Because the there's... Not because I infinity. love myself so much. Yeah. I love the idea of it's an unlimited amount there's of be... multiple universe. There's a, there's a universe right now where an asteroid just hit us. Yeah. Or one that ex- it's exactly what's happening now, but we're not drinking truly. We're drinking Mike's our lemonade. Right. Or, no, or <laughs> not sponsored. Man, I'm yeah. Batman. Yeah. yeah, not sponsored. Or, or we're wearing each other's hats. Whatever the difference is. Right. But um. Or we're both women. So th- yeah. Or children. Or yeah. babies. Whatever. But everything. This is happening. <laughs> right. Um. But like, so it's like a like a funnel, and a funnel of tracks like railroad tracks, and you're in this track. And you wake up in the morning and you're like, I don't feel like going out for a jog or a run. But you do. So that you now you're just bumped, you leveled up. So now everybody that is you essentially in this ever, never ending expansion of our galaxy or whatever, our universe, you just bump them up a level. And then 
it's like every time you do something good, you did something good for you and every version of you every that's version. out there. Yeah. So I'm, I'm like, that that was interesting. That's like a good little nugget of like, I don't know, like hope, hope, passion, whatever that yeah. little spark. Because you're not gonna you're not gonna get um, inspired, and that inspiration lasts. Like you you get inspired and then you reach it and then you're like now what? You need something else. Yeah, it's like a wave. It's like boop boop. It's like you gotta ride it. You gotta find the next thing and go and go and go. Right. And I thought that was pretty interesting because I guess you could explain it however you want for the person receiving the information to take it in and use it as inspiration. Yeah. So and what's the worst that happens if you take that information? You live a better life, yeah. Because Whoops. you're like, let me constantly improve in myself, yeah. which is actually what I didn't start doing until I met Carrie and her family. Because they, every single one of them, is like, okay, I accomplished this. What's the next thing? Yeah. What's the next thing? I never. What have I done today? I, I was never shown how to balance a checkbook. I no. was told to save yeah. money. I wish like, my parents would have told me. Like the one thing my dad ever told me about credit was, make sure you have good credit. Yeah. There's <laughs> no schooling involved like, in. We didn't have how to get good. Like credit. a like a basic American family compared to our family. Like I learned so much from people. Right. More than I did my parents. Not like yeah. they were bad parents. They were great. They did what they could with nine kids and being poor. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, like. You and I, we're going to have to talk after this yeah. about our. Because, <laughs> like, you, after you saying that, I'm like, it sounds like we may have had similar childhoods. Yeah. Because my parents only had five children, but they were poor. And it's so, like, could you imagine being our parents in this day? Like, how the fuck did they do yeah, it? I have two and I'm like sometimes I feel like if I just dove off the staircase in just the right way <laughs> <laughs> which I'd never do but like right. we're just like you can't you can't just stop you it's not right. in my nature to just be like well, and that's a, that's eh, the thing I'm that done doing this so many parents actually think of but they don't say out loud like, what if I did this? But that, yeah. I forget. There's an actual term for it. Like, when you're driving down the road and you're like, what if I just did this? Yeah. And went into oncoming traffic. Yeah. I mean. Like, and it's it's supposed to, It's actually healthy, according yeah. to some psychologists. Like, you're supposed to think that like way. Like, when, when you're at the doctors and like, have you ever had any suicidal thoughts? I giggle and I say no. Right. It's like, of course I have. Everybody not, has, but you're not going to say yes because yeah. then it's on your medical like record. Like, that doctor by 1.30 is like, I'm just fucking take this needle and just jam it in my neck. And right. I don't have to deal with this guy with this knee problem that comes in every week. So, but, but, yeah, um, I was just throwing out there the borrowed energy um, who knows? Like I said, we could have been something previously, yeah. but one thing that freaks me out is that there was never a version of you before you. Right. There couldn't have been. Right. It's impossible. Tech, well, not, not in our, in our history of our world. Yeah. Cause everything leading up to you being born, dude, it's like. Uh, not even a spider web. It's like the ocean. It's like a drop in the ocean. Right. It's like if for you to have a twin six thousand years ago of you, probably not. You know what I mean? Right. Uh, everything that led up to your parents meeting and their parents. I know. Meeting, I think about that often. It's like, like 
Because I, I, I wish I knew my whole family tree. Oh, man. And I know it up, up to my great-grandparents, and that's it. Yeah. And it's like when my daughter, the 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 week before she was born, I set up an email account that was her whole name. And I started writing her letters. And then I got to the I was like, I'll give this to her when I'm eight, when she's 18. Like, I've got a... <laughs> I've got a 12-year-old Scotch that's aging in my basement in a in a wooden keg right now, and I'm giving her that when she's 18. And so I, I was just thinking about all these things in the future, like, what can I do? Like, hey, this will be really cool. But then I'm like, I'm writing her letters every single week. And I'm like, if I write her letters every week, she's going to have like 4,000 <laughs> emails to she's go like, through. thanks a lot. And I get upset when I have like, three legitimate emails yeah. that i have to i'm like get the fuck out of here <laughs> like so i stopped i'm like i'm gonna do one once a year now <laughs> like and i actually once said a month that for 18 years that's a lot that's so many yeah, yeah. so i was i was like you know what there's, maybe there's the a, goals that she reached this year and what you're proud right, of right. That's, and all that's, that stuff like there's there's about 36 emails in there right now and i in one of the like four emails ago i was like hey I'm going to cut down on these emails because there's no way you're going to want to read And 20 bucks says she's going to laugh her ass off and go, yep, that's dad. Probably, yeah. But you doing this and saying what you were saying, the keg, the emails, it's because you you never had that? I definitely never had that. I don't even have pictures of me from when I was a child. Yeah. Because my dad married this piece of shit who was like... Not my mother. <laughs> yeah, my mom. This was his third wife. Oh wow! Um, and he married her, and they both agreed that they were going to get rid of everything from their past, so oh, they wow. didn't have to be reminded of it. And then told us an hour before they were moving from their home that they were in, like, "Hey, you've got like forty-five minutes to get anything out of here you want." And it's like, I'm, well, I'm, work, in, I'm at work. I'm in Saginaw work. right yeah. now. Yeah, like, yeah. couldn't get to it. We broke into the house. But somebody was already there and got rid of the majority of our shit. So it's yeah. like there are a few pictures of me from my childhood, but like there's two or three or like, four, maybe like nothing. Yeah. nothing. Same with compared mine. to what we had. They but, just couldn't afford it, and they were moving a lot, so they couldn't hang on to shit. Right. They were like nomads in New York right. City. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like. But back to my daughter, <clears throat> and helping me believe in a spiritual afterlife. Yes. In a the spiritual ghost. realm. The ghosts. Yeah. So, well, okay. Not my daughter. Let's back up to a, about a year. About my house in 16. She was born in 18. So two years. Not even two years. Because she was born in September. I bought this home in October. Um, we have... My wife is a, is that spiritual person who believes in energies and stuff like that. And again, I'm not dissing that because I do want to believe in those things. Yeah. But logic doesn't allow me to. I think um, that stems from your, your upbringing. Yeah. Um, so it's in the same way. We get our house, and we have a friend who is a medium. He reads tarot cards. He's very he's he's a spiritual person as well, and she wanted him to come and sage our house and 
get rid of anything bad that was in it. So we started in the basement and we worked our way up. Like it was north to south. It was kind of top, a housewarming right? party, but not our official one. Like we mm-hmm. had a few people over and we asked everybody if they could just step outside for a little bit while we do this. And so we start in the basement. He burned some sage. He actually went into our wine cellar and spent a good ten minutes in there, apparently casting something out. Like none of this. So apparently there were three spirits in our home. None of them were evil per se, but they were like tricksters. And one of them was mischievous. And one of them was sad. Um, but in the the previous owner their their kids' room, he said there were there were angels in that room. I'm like, Mm -hmm. oh, that's cool. Um, but above our master bedroom, there was a not angry, but an unhappy spirit. And there was an unhappy spirit in the basement as well, in the wine cellar. It's just like, just, how could you be unhappy there? Yeah. Like Probably because there's no wine in it. Right, you exactly. guys drink it all. <laughs> so he, he, got, he got everything bad out. So we started with a clean slate here. And I was going through the house with it and going like, okay, yeah, that's that's what's up, sure. Um, she, she knows all this too. Like I don't, yeah. I don't keep anything from my wife. Um, but then, yeah, not at all. Um, <laughs> then we, so my daughter's born. Okay. You know, and I didn't, neither of us actually, it was funny cause I told Carrie, I was like, you know, when a child's born, like parents are always like, you got that overwhelming rush of emotion. Mm-hmm. Everything. Yeah. And I was like, I didn't get that. Yeah. She was like, neither did I. But then we actually talked about it, and it's like, I was so involved with the pregnancy, and I was there for everything, mm-hmm. like her checkups, all of it. And uh, <laughs> yeah, You were smacking that big June bug towards me. I went that way. It would have killed me. <laughs> 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 um, so it's like we already loved her. You know, before she was born, which, you know, most parents are like that, too. But I, I don't know why I got into that. I guess the the alcohol's getting to me a little bit more. But anyway, so Violet's born. And fast forward, we're all home. And Carrie and I were sitting out here on the deck. And we've got the baby monitor out. And... We're new parents, so we keep checking on it. You're them. watching that. We thing. keep looking at yeah. it. We let it go black, and then we'll look at. It. Even though we can hear what's going on, we kept checking just mm-hmm. just to make sure you know, she's still alive. Like there's well, so I many mean, times I just woke up like, is she breathing? Wake up, wake up. <laughs> yeah, there was there was a couple times I shook her to make yeah. sure she. I've was done awake. that too. Man. Not like shaking hard, but oh just no, like, I shook a, the shit out of her. No, mine. just a gentle <laughs> shake. <laughs> Just a gentle shake to make sure she's still moving. Oh, no. I shook her until she stopped moving. <laughs> I'm just joking. I love my kids. Right. Don't hold this against me in a court So, law. Carrie, at one point of the night, looks at the monitor, and she goes, this is dust, right? And I look at it, and there are these two white orbs. And now it's like they're on a line together. Like, if you held uh, a candle with wicks at both ends and just held it like this, but you could only see the, the light. The light? 
it was, it was like they were dancing like that over my daughter. Weird. Like just moving up, like just twirling around, dancing. This was after the Sage and stuff. This, right? Yeah, this was well after okay. that. Because Violet was born in 18, we bought the home in 16. So Carrie's like, that's just dust, right? I look at it, I'm like, yeah, this is dust. But then I actually look at it, and I'm like, that's. I don't know what that is. I don't know what that is at all. There's these white orbs essentially dancing in unison over my daughter. And I'm like, yeah, that's that's weird. Like we both we both see it. Yeah. And she's like, should we go check it out? I'm like, yes. Yeah. Let's go upstairs. And I'm holding the monitor. And I'm watching the monitor as I'm walking upstairs and they're still just dancing over her. And she's not awake, she's not stirring or anything. These two white orbs are dancing over her on this monitor. I walk in the room, I'm looking at the monitor, I'm looking at her, I'm looking at the monitor, looking at her. I can see them on the monitor. Wow. Can't see them on her. I blow, like, <laughs> see if it's dust. I, I wave my hand around, trying to blow air, nothing. I go in front of the bed, so I walk in front of the baby monitor, camera. They disappear as I'm walking, like, because it's just my body walking in front of it. Yeah. I walk past, camera's on her again, orb's still dancing. I then go over her with my hand and, like, brush them away. Like, get out of here, basically. (laughs) And they go away. They zoom right off the camera. And I'm like, what the fuck was that? Like, I'm getting goosebumps. Yeah. You're scared, happy, because you experienced something, maybe? I was indifferent. Because I don't believe in this stuff. Mm. And I did all the waving on my arm and the blowing on the other side of the bed. And it wasn't like a gentle wind push. Like, they just zoomed right off. So, Carrie's freaking out a little bit. And so then she calls her friend who's a medium, the one that saged our house. And she's like, what's going on in my house? Like, There's these white orbs floating over my daughter. We can't see them in person. We saw them on the monitor. And he was like, he laughed. He's like, you have anything to worry about? There were white orbs. Those were angels. They were like, and he said, your Uncle Tommy, who was so excited for your wedding and died a month before your wedding who was super excited about your dogs, about children mm-hmm. and then your grandmother who you were super close with and you have this new baby he's like, you think maybe it was them that visited? Because there's been times that Jonathan called Carrie and he's like hey, I sensed your uncle in your daughter's room this is the medium this is the medium, yeah Yeah. It's like, like he'll just call and like, hey, I sensed your uncle in your daughter's room today like were you guys hanging out in there today and she's like yeah we're in here right now (laughs) like like crazy stuff like that so long story longer (laughs) my daughter has opened my mind's eye more to things like that the thing too is your channel wasn't on the receiving that because mentally you were like this doesn't exist blah 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 right and then yeah, you, know, you got this kid comes into your life that's 
means more to you than life itself. Right. And you're not accepting it as or taking it in as there's a ghost in my house or or as bullshit. You're like right. It's a possibility. That and that's why I it's said maybe. like I was indifferent to yeah. it. I wasn't worried. I wasn't happy. I wasn't scared. I wasn't really feeling anything other than let's go. Let's go investigate. If it is dust, I don't want to honor. Yeah. <laughs> like, but for them to be dancing in unison, I, and I say dancing, like almost they like celebrating, like kind of. Yeah. 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 I've never, I've never used that word with it, but that's a perfect word yeah. for it. If it was, you know, a spiritual being that's been close to my family like mm-hmm. yay look at this yeah like holding arms like yeah exactly skipping around and, so, and stuff like and that's that's the thing that got me too it's like they're they're together yeah and there's there's nothing holding them together and there's nothing like when i went in the room there was i couldn't blow them away on one side but then when i got in bed with my daughter like that's when they went away they're like okay she's good now Right. We should, we're good. Right. Yeah. So it's definitely opened my mind more to the possibilities. Mm. And I, unfortunately, the majority of the people I know who are spiritual are the non-denominational Christians. And when I've, I, I talked to people before my daughter was born about, I'm like I want to believe, yeah, but I can't. I can't force myself to. I can't pretend to believe. Yeah. I'm not going to do that. I've never had anything that made me be like, "Yep, right, that's it." Well, and that's all I needed. And I used to think I did. I used to think I had those things. One thing in particular I can think of that it's like when I was younger, I was like, "Yeah, that was God." There's two things. One of them was our gas tank fell off and was sparking everywhere in our car. Our car didn't blow up. And my dad was like, yep, that was God. (laughs) The second thing was when I was, like, we discussed a little bit how we grew up poor. Yeah. Um, Like, I was poor where our power was, everything was shut off. My dad had it turned on illegally for five years. And in order to get food, we were going to the shelter. Yeah. And we were picking up food, expired food from the shelter, but food's food. Yeah. Um, and that That's was all you was, knew. So that was, was when I was in high school, yeah. and I I came home from football practice one night, and I just really just wanted to, like, I had homework to do. I wanted to, it was a Wednesday, and my stepmother, my dad's second wife, was like, you need to come to church tonight. And I'm like, ugh. Yeah. I shower, put on, you know, a pair of clothes, go to church, and I had a special guest speaker that night. And they did an altar call where, you know, people come up and the the pastor, whoever's there, prays over you. <clears throat> and as he's praying over me, he gets to me. I got my hands in there. And he's like, you've been praying to God for a need. And I did, back then, I did pray every single day. Yeah. But I couldn't, you know, I'm on the spot now. I'm like, have, what, what if it, he's like, it's a physical need. I'm like. But <laughs> I don't. I don't. I want to be strong. I, I do want to be strong. <laughs> I remember thinking that, like, yes, I do want to be strong. And actually, I used to work out in high school and say I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. 
And I'm like, that's why I'm so strong, because I believe that. <laughs> but he was like, you've been praying for school clothes. And I'm like, oh, you know what? I did. I think I did mention something to God about that, like in my head. And he was like, God's telling me to give you $400. You're going to go buy yourself some school clothes. And I'm like... That's a lot of money. What? <laughs> it was so much money. Like, especially for me who didn't have anything. Yeah. I'm like, yup. <laughs> like, I didn't say that. I was just dumbfounded. And then the dude gave the pastor of my church $400 to take me clothes shopping. Oh, wow. It's like, what? Yeah, that's cool. And so I, I thought that. For a while, it was like, oh, yeah, that was God speaking through this man. But then I think back, and I'm like, wait a second. I was poor. Yeah. Couldn't have been wearing the best-looking clothes. I was a little chubby, a little athletic. My shirt was probably too tight. My pants probably looked stupid. He was like, this <laughs> fucking kid needs a new wardrobe. <laughs> so you're looking at it like, a, like practically, like, all right, this... Just by the look of this kid, he right. needs some clothes, he needs better food or something. Yeah, or exactly. He, whatever. Yeah. yeah. So for the longest, I was like, that had to be God. But then I get older, and I'm like, oh, he just saw a kid, a goofy-looking kid, who could probably be better in some nicer clothes. Yeah. <laughs> Which, that was an incredible thing for him to do. Yeah. But taking yeah. that. His name was Art Artigan. I remember his Shout name. Shout out. Shout out. <laughs> if you're still alive. <laughs> But, yeah. but, but I mean, I, th- I think th- that stems from just growing up and getting more separated from that. And I think your kid being born, like, maybe snapped it back a little bit. Because now you that have is, a channel to yeah. that more. Yeah, possibly. So because, I mean, they do say children are more open. Susceptible or to whatever, those, yeah. To the, the spiritual Because as you get older, you're more practical and you're just like, no, that's bullshit. This guy right. did this because of this and... Like, it's more, it's almost like strictly, like, I don't know, we're we're not like living in a cave, but it's like survival, like instincts of like a predator preying on the weak, not necessarily to hurt them, but like the pastor seeing this kid right. who needs help. And I'm right. going to use this to make people maybe believe more and give me more right. money. This 400 bucks is going to make this church 10,000 more dollars right. or something like that. Right. Not not to like you know shit not, on any. Not to say that like churches that. do yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but you know they definitely do that. <laughs> like I love seeing those posts like with those millionaires like like Kenneth Copeland who's the like worth like nine hundred million dollars and it's like how much have they donated to COVID? Zero. Yeah. I mean, I think and at that point you have a responsibility. Right. Like you're, like yeah, you inherited like this responsibility. Joel Osteen, Osteen locked his church during uh, one of the last like hurricanes yeah. that like hit his yeah, town. Yeah, he had an and arena, he and they're like, yeah, doors. no thanks, I, right. I don't want to get it smelly. Right, exactly. I, I got to make it look good for the camera. Right. And I'm whatever. not gonna help people. I'm not actually. I'm not yeah. here to help. This is a business. <laughs> I'm not a businessman. I'm a business man. But yeah, um. I've never experienced anything that said it was supernatural or a ghost. I, I'm i not asking for it because I don't want to get so freaked out that my head gets flipped upside down. But I also am like, it would be cool 
to see a little glitch in the matrix. You know what I mean? To see, yeah. just look behind the curtain. Well, so I remember I was, I've been, I was terrified of like hell and stuff my whole life. Because, like, the churches I went to spoke about the rapture, and they actually put on these amazing productions. Yeah. They put on a, a play that was the Passion Play, and, like, when they were sticking Jesus Christ... The Passion of the... Blood... Oh, man. ...was spurting out you of You watched him. that movie? It was, yeah, I watched Holy it. shit. It just beat the shit out of Jesus for an hour. I'm gonna throw in my... I watched it with my parents, and, like, they couldn't... They're from a country... That is not America. Well, my dad's passed, but um, they they can't read fast, and it was subtitled. Cause yeah. It was in Aramaic and whatnot. Yeah. And I'm trying to read it to them, and I'm like reading this movie to my parents. In and theaters. The the passion. Did you great. read? Did you watch it in theaters? No, no, okay. hell no. Okay. okay. No, we got it on DVD. <laughs> <laughs> I was not crying in front of all those people. <laughs> but like, oh, you were crying when I was reading it to them. Yeah, because it's like. You're, when you're reading it, you're... It's still a powerful it, It's story. in your brain, and you're saying it to yourself how you're more comfortable hearing it, or whatever, most comfortable way to hear it. But when you're saying it out loud, you're it's, like, real. You know what I mean? It's like reading a book out loud compared to reading it to yourself. Yeah. And I'm reading, you know, the subtitles to them, and it was the part where they're beating him, and, like, I was getting choked up just reading it. Because I used to love, as a kid, Jesus. Easter time, watching the movies. Yeah. Jesus. But, uh, but uh, forgive me. <laughs> or whatever. But but um, Easter time, yeah. Spectacles, testicles, wallet, and watch. Yeah. <laughs> but um, during Easter time, I'd be like, is there any, like, you know, is the story of Christ on? Like, I liked watching that because it was, the story was like, um, to me, like, like watching a movie, to me, like, I could get as much of it as much out of it as if I were to read a book that yeah. was exactly that movie. Yeah. But it, it, when I'm reading something, I I read just to, I'm just saying words, and then I'm like, what I just what I just read, so I got to read it again. Yeah. Like, I mean, I'm not re- I'm not retarded. No, that's but how like, I've been recently though. I like I used to read books all the time. Yeah. And like recently, I I picked up a book. There's there's been two different books that I've picked up that I'm like I start reading and then I'm like. I don't remember anything. What did I just, that read? I just read? Yeah. So like I'd have to reread it or whatever, yeah. but like watching a movie, I'm like I'm in it. Yeah. Like I'm I'm suspending disbelief. This is real. Yeah, that leprechaun in the hood, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> whatever it is. But um but yeah, that the passion of the Christ dude was powerful. Like they did a I don't know if any of that like the the guy who played Jesus Christ in that movie got struck by lightning while making that movie. Wow, and that's real. I didn't know that. And I'm like, lump in my throat because I know this when I'm watching this movie. And I'm like, I told my parents this after the fact, and they were like, Yeah, it's because he was portraying somebody that he wasn't. He I, got. There's something to that though. It's weird. Like so. I'm, I'm sorry to interject. No, no, but, I interjected. Like, the, but um, but yeah. Like. For instance, the very first Omen movie, or oh, the yeah. Poltergeist movies, yeah. when people Amityville. were dying left and right, Whatever. and like the the people who starred in the first Omen movie, they were on a plane together, and the whole plane went down and blew up, and so then when they remade the Omen, not Omen two, but they remade the original, 
like they were interviewing the cast members and they were like anything weird happened like last movie everybody fucking died yeah anything weird happened and like the the lead man was like i broke my ribs all of them right right, right. (laughs) it's like Okay. Weird? So, How, so, like they just broke? Right. Or were you doing no, something? No, something happened to them. <laughs> but it is like, okay. Like the Amityville like, with, um, what's his tits who played Green Ryan Ranger? Reynolds? Ryan Reynolds. They were having all kinds of malfunctions and issues with electronic equipment and power going out. Yeah, nothing futz. It's, I mean, there's something. I don't is, know. Is there something? Or is it, is it you, you put that energy out there? Like, this is going to be a, a shit show because right. we did this. We're right. mimicking, mocking, portraying. Right. Or is it we're actually, yeah, you're mimicking or mocking you're taking a away spirit from something and that, something doesn't like that, so it's going to try to fuck your yeah, shit up. Yeah. Well, I mean, you could you could say that you're like like uh, the secret where you're you're saying it and, and right. it's not putting like it out into the universe. You, right. You're technically receiving information, and if you're mentally set for receiving information that's negative or whatever you're taking it well, that's, as that that's that's an actual um thing that's been proven it's a, it's called a self-fulfilling prophecy but then i recently learned i learned today that if you have a triple a credit card and you pay your phone bill with that credit card that's automatic insurance mm-hmm. anything happens to that phone they pay to get it repaired, get it replaced, get it fixed. I had this flip phone that, you know, I was paying the month to month with Verizon. And this thing broke. Like the whole, the top came off. And I, I knew how to text because like, I could feel a vibration. And it was a difference of vibration between a phone call and a text. And I knew what buttons to push so I could respond. And I knew what buttons to push, like, you know, the T9, 777, two 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 three four four. Yeah. To say, I can't read your text message, call me. And I had I had to plug in earbuds to even make calls. Because had the three and a half millimeter. Right. <laughs> so I couldn't, like, in at the time, like, I was working. But I was working poor. Like yeah. I didn't have money to go buy a new Your phone. Workarounds. It was. And now our phones cost a thousand dollars. I can't believe that a phone costs a thousand dollars now. It's I mean, insane to me that a phone could, costs a thousand. And that week, that phone back then was like eighty bucks. That's one fiftieth of your pay for a year right. for a phone that lasts you two, three, four, five years. Right. Maybe. And now, like, it, it used to be, like, once I started making decent money, I was like, I'm going to get the best phone. Yeah. Because I want the best service. I want the best blah, blah, It'll blah. It'll last longer. And now our, our phones are just shit. But actually, the before I got this phone that I have currently, um, the phone I had before that, I have for four and a half years. That, yeah. I think that's the longest I've ever actually had a phone. Because like, I was like, I don't, all these phones, they do the same thing. They're and very, it's like, si- and it's very like, similar. Right. And it's like, I don't care how much. No, I use my phone yeah. a lot for work. Yeah. But the main thing I use it for, for work, is taking pictures of shit so I can send it. So I need a quality camera. Mm-hmm. 
and so but then i i use it a lot at home i use it a lot for text messaging and stuff like that so it's like i go into i go into the phone store the phone store <laughs> i go into the blip blip store i go into the mimeograph store <laughs> the phonograph <laughs> and i'm like look i need a phone with and i hate salesman for phones oh, now dude. because like when i was going and looking for a new phone i go in and i'm like all right I know what the new phones are, but I need the best phone. What can you tell me about this one? They're like, well, the camera on it. And I said, I don't want to talk to you anymore. And I would go to another sales associate. (laughs) This guy's a dick. I'm like, listen, all the cameras on these phones are just excellent right now. Even the knockoff version of this phone, the camera's excellent. I need to know about the processing power of this, if I'm on it for how long it's going to last, how fast it's going to go, if it's going to slow down on me. And they're all like, uh, you can buy this phone <laughs> for it. If you just, you can't. I'm like, oh, my God. And it's I actually, Lord of the ham like, in here. So it's like, I'm on Verizon now, which, Did I say fuck Lord of the Verizon. You said Lord of the Ham. Lord of the ham. I'm trying to throw it back, but my brain hurts. <laughs> I ended up actually having to call Verizon directly just so I could be like, what is your best phone out here right now? I don't give a shit about selfies. Yeah. I need the forward camera to take excellent pictures because I use it for work. I need the processing power to be there. Exactly. Pretty much in my pocket. And so it's like I spent an hour and a half on the phone with Verizon support. To finally find me the best phone for me. And then I switched to Verizon. And I fucking hate it. (laughs) (laughs) The phone is excellent. But it's like where we work. I I don't ever have issue with service. See, with Verizon, when I come back to your area... I have my it's service fine. is fine. Okay. It's like everywhere else. Area. It's bad. Well, the no- the north side. Whereas where I had AT and T, my phone worked everywhere. It was slow at some points, but it still worked. We everywhere. We are technically working in a 1.2 million square foot shed in the middle of the woods. Yeah. But it's way advanced than just a shed. We're yeah. not grinding our own homemade <laughs> keys back there. You know what? I just realized that I, I just flipped the switch up. To turn my mic on. You're a liar. I am. I'm oh, you like, son of a bitch. I'm like, I'm just going to edit, like, some, I'll just put, like, an infomercial on. <laughs> like, I do this, I do it to my wife like, all the time. to disappoint him? Like, just mess with him. <laughs> just yeah. No, yes, exactly. I, I have something similar, but it's more annoying. Oh, mine's super Where annoying. I can be such an idiot and a ditz, but I know I'm doing this to you. Ah. If I'm planning something, I get inside my head too much, and then, like, I don't say the words properly, and I sound like an idiot to myself. Maybe I don't to people, but I should, like, to myself, I'm like, oh, man, that's a dumb way to say something easy. Right. Like, I get too much inside my head, but if it's where I'm talking to somebody, and I'm just like, I'm going to give them a hard time. And it's like... They say something and boom, boom, boom. It's just like yeah. it's just like toppling, like dominoes. It's like here, let's hit this and see what happens. I always play devil's advocate. Yeah. Even if I agree with you, <laughs> I play devil's advocate. I like I like seeing both sides. Yes. And but 
uh, instead of like pushing the devil's advocate side, I'm like, or maybe not, like, or whatever. It's like, well, I go with that too, but that's like, still devil's advocate. Yeah. Somebody today was like, why do you always say the opposite thing of what we're saying? I'm like, what are you talking about? And then it's just, here we go again. It's like, I just, you're letting me do this to you. Like, right. It's your fault. My family actually has a term for that. For me, they're like you've been Michaeled, <laughs> or they'll be like he's Michaeling us right now. <laughs> like, Just like it's an actual term your, in my whole family. <laughs> your uh, your brother's boat. Yeah, and how you were. Yeah, how I went out to him and made him feel like I was having a real convert, like a serious, like you were about heartfelt to conversation. Like if you don't do this, like we can't. I don't consider you a brother anymore. And it was just a joke. Like <laughs> you're just saying, you need to name your boat this. Yeah. <laughs> you need to name your boat this, or we can't talk. Like I won't even be able to look at you. Yeah. Like I will never go on that boat. It's like, I'm, I'm not giving you your records back. <laughs> You're not allowed to come see your niece. Right. <laughs> Christmas is canceled. Thanksgiving, it's all canceled. <laughs> you don't name your boat. This silly name from a show. I love <laughs> for me growing up with a big family. There was never like, it, like you never had, that spoiled feeling, I guess, like where you were like an undivided attention to you. Oh, yeah. Like even on your birthday, it was just, oh, I got to get to work. I shared a birthday with my brother. We weren't born on the same day. He was born 12 days after me, (laughs) and I had to share birthday parties. Let's just round this up. Right, exactly. It was like, well, you get to share with your brother because we're poor as shit. (laughs) Drunk and hammer both of you. My mother did always make me really cool birthday cakes, though. Yeah. She did go, I don't yeah, know why it was would for make me. Like, the she box made cake, but still. Right, but no, she like, so my birthday is the day after Halloween. Oh, nice. So, and I remember growing up going, like, you couldn't have just, like, pushed me out. Oh, you couldn't have squirted me out a few minutes earlier. <laughs> like, I mean, it was hours. I was born at, like, 8 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Still. I'm like, it would have been really cool to be born on Halloween. I fucking love it. <laughs> go to the hospital sooner, bitch. Right? <laughs> <laughs> but, like, I remember she'd make me these kind of Halloween-style cakes. Like, I remember the first one, I actually remember the first cake she made me was it was just vanilla frosting. But she added green food coloring to it for Halloween. And I remember my, my baby sister, like, reaching and taking a big handful of it. And I'm like, <laughs> like, we all laughed because, like, I hadn't even blown out my candles like, That's yet. That's my cake, bitch. But, like, <laughs> right? hey, I don't care your fucking baby. It's my, um, it's my birthday. <laughs> but, like, she made me, she took a cake and she made it look like a jack-o'-lantern. And, like, for the... It was it was orange frosting that she added food coloring to yeah. to make it orange, but then she used a Hershey's bar to like make the, the eyes style of a jack o' lantern and teeth, yeah, or the absence of whatever it was, <laughs> yeah, and that was really cool. And then I remember another year, it was a whole skeleton cake, nice, and it was just it was this cake that she cut into the shape of a body, and then <laughs> <laughs> it was chocolate. <laughs> And then she used white frosting to make a skeleton. And I remember as a, you know, I'm like eight years old, like, this is fucking awesome. Like, Jesus Christ, Bob, you should be, you should go to business for this stuff. (laughs) But the funny thing about that is, so with the skeleton cake, what you did was you took sugar cubes and with the egg that you added to the, the, the box cake batter, 
you save and you put those where the eyes are and then you put sugar cubes and vegetable oil and you set it on fire so the, mm. that was the candles i got you <laughs> i was in the kitchen and there were just two eggshells laying there so i'm like or one eggshell just halved i was like oh yeah <laughs> i love sounds i love the way people speak I love hearing things crash. I love hearing things break. So I just ground them each hand, threw one in the air, just slapped them together. And she started, she just collapsed and started crying. Like, she was so upset. Like, because, yeah, we were poor, and I just, wait, like, she had to waste another egg to make those eyes for me. And she was, it was so mad. But she couldn't be mad at me because it was my birthday. Yeah. So. But any other day, you would have lost a tooth or oh something. Oh, my God, yes. <laughs> <laughs> that house, growing up, I remember that birthday. But that uh, that house, or my, my brother Matthew, an older brother of mine, he had holes in his underwear. And I remember my dad was like, we got to get rid of that underwear. Like, you got to get some new underwear. It was like, you know, you got to. You gotta wait because I don't work, and uh, we gotta we gotta we gotta ask the church. <laughs> but anyway, he I took got some church underwear. <laughs> right? He took they're a little right? yellow, but he they had are a, pretty much new. He had like a poster board, a white poster board that he he taped my brother's underwear to, and drew like an atomic bomb <laughs> coming out of, and the it was mushroom hung, cloud. yeah, like a mushroom cloud, yeah. <laughs> And it was hung up in our kitchen for the <laughs> longest. Like it was just these little tiny pair of tiny whiteies taped oh, in just man. a mushroom cloud Spider-Man coming out. Under ruse with <laughs> a fucking nuclear explosion. Like and and for the longest that that reminds me too. Like for the longest I didn't realize one of my great grandparents would always like for my birthday I could always count on them for underwear. And yeah. you know there were superheroes on it. Yeah. yeah. And I remember going like, "This is stupid." Do you, can you imagine how much those would be worth nowadays? Oh, yeah. No, no shit streaks on them. Like no shit streak. Like, like still in, in the, the package. Packaging. Yeah, Captain yeah. Planet under under roof. Well, depend, like like well, I mean, say for instance, you're Robert Downey Jr. and your grandparents gifted you that, and you just saved it because you don't want to wear that underwear. Yeah. And now he's fucking Iron Man. Yeah. Could you imagine if he was like, if he was like, hey, let's let's donate this to charity. Let's see how much somebody wants superhero underwear that was donated to the man who would be Iron Man. Yeah. Let's see, how, like that that could go for fifty thousand dollars easily. Yeah. Even his underwear that he could take them off right now, <laughs> right. and they'd probably go for that much. Yeah, I'd put them in my mouth. Mm, I yeah. wouldn't. I wouldn't actually. I'd use it as a coffee filter. <laughs> <laughs> I'd use it as a water heat filter. in there. <laughs> Growing up poor was interesting, even though, you know, we ate well. Did you realize you were poor? Well, I mean, we up? had a lot of help from the church, and my mom really, you know, used, not used the church, but, like, she used every tool she could to get food and stuff. And what about your dad? My dad was the only one working. So he was working. But nine kids, mom, dad, grandma in the house, you're talking 12 people. So you guys were poor. Your dad was working poor because... There's too many people. There's just too many people. Yeah. But yeah, like as as my siblings got older, they got jobs and 
they threw in. Like even when I was working, I was making like 300 bucks, 400 bucks a week. And I thought, I mean, like that's good money now for certain people. And like 250 of those. That's not good money for anybody right now. I mean, some people. Like 16 year olds. Yeah, that'd be good. That'd be amazing. Yeah, I was like 16. Yeah. But that was like, you know. That was pre-recession. That was like 20 years ago. (laughs) Exactly. That was amazing. You were rich. (laughs) Yeah. But, I mean, I did spoil myself and my friends. You know, we rented boats. Not like that. It was like a three-person motorboat that barely worked and was leaking (laughs) gas. But uh, we still rented them and went fishing and stuff. But That reminds me. I'm sorry. (laughs) For my 12th birthday, because I was 12 now, we went to Playland. And I wanted to ride the the go-karts. Oh, yeah. And I didn't know anything about driving. You're like, I got like, this. My dad taught all my siblings how to drive before they were 10, except me. <laughs> and so it's like I'm driving. And I didn't, I didn't know I should apply the brake on some turns. And I just went <laughs> over the track. And it went into the water. And the guy comes oh. and he pulls it out. And he's like, all right, come here. And he takes my picture, and I'm like, what are you doing? Wait, like, can I win? Like, can I can I get back on the go-kart? He's like, you're not allowed here anymore. <laughs> like, you're what banned. the hell? Like, you're banned from the land. I yes, I didn't know he was taking my picture to be like, don't let this oh. child drive a car. Oh, man. That's awesome. That I want awful. I want to see that picture. Do you have it? I don't have it. Are, they're not Playland open anymore, might right? still have it. They're not open right now. What if you showed up like this weekend and they're like, sir, you've been banned. <laughs> right? You I can't come in here. What are you thinking? Hey, this looks like a younger version of this man. He's not allowed to drive the go-karts. They are still very much in business. Right. I don't know about now. I don't know if you, because of COVID if they've become bankrupt and, and can't be open anymore. Give them a call and see if but they got a But I did a go to a nephew's birthday party there recently. Within 2016, 2017. But so. the money I was making, yeah. long story short, exactly. working 24 hours in two days most weeks. So I was, like, working a lot of hours, making, like, 350 400 a week, giving my dad $250, no questions asked. Right. You have to pay the phone bill. How much is it? 250 like, who are you calling? Like, <laughs> Why is it so You're, you're calling God? <laughs> like... Who you, your whole family lives here. Who well, you call? It's like long distance calls because I had a girlfriend that lived in Michigan and I was living in New York and it was like seven, I guess seventy dollars a minute. I don't know, like <laughs> fucking what? <laughs> Three minutes, two fifty. Give me your money. But um, but yeah, I mean we, like at at a certain point, the kids were getting older and they wanted to do stuff on their own. Like they didn't want to give dad money anymore. They wanted to get their own car go get an apartment one kid would leave and now we have less money for the house right and then eventually we had to move my dad knew people in michigan and back and forth from michigan to new york multiple times so as far as nostalgia goes when i go back to where i grew up in hampton bays i know all the spots and i know where not to go i guess but it's it doesn't feel like i don't know i i don't want to say it doesn't feel like home but it feels it's like, I know this person, kind of. Yeah. But Michigan, I've been here longer, and more more development of myself, I guess, happened here. Like, I grew more here. 
as a person, as a man. So I feel like this is more home for me. Mm-hmm. But my How old were you when you moved here? Um, I want to say it was the summer 7th grade going into 8th grade. Okay. I think maybe it was the summer of 6th grade going into 7th grade. Or what city did you guys move to? Uh, in Michigan? Yeah. We came right, right to Flint. Oh. And it was so weird. We were poor, too. And I'm in high school. Again, right, our power, gas, everything's turned on illegally. We're stealing cable. We actually... My dad hooked up an extension cord to the neighbor's house to power our home. And they didn't know? No, because I grew up right next to Kettering, and the house was a rental right next to us. Mm. So while the rental was there, we even hooked up a hose for water. Wow. Like, it was, it was when the city of Flint came to shut off our water... My dad would just go back out and turn it back on, and then he filled up the hole with cement, so they had to come out and <laughs> so they dig. Couldn't, they couldn't stick their little tool the down pipe. there and twist it yeah, shut. Yeah, they had or to whatever. cut and make a new, <laughs> a new pipe thing. I mean, um, but so my freshman year of high school, I really enjoyed doing theater, and I wanted to do it. Yeah. And now I, my only experience was doing theater in the church. And then 7th and 8th grade where costumes were your own clothes. Like, we didn't do any... I tried to wear a red shirt. We didn't do any shows where it was like... Like, we just had to look our best to look like adults. So it's like dress shirts and ties. Yeah. And uh, so I auditioned at Flint Central for The Tempest, which I wish I wouldn't have done what I did. So I go and I, I, I audition. And the director, who actually lives in my neighborhood, him and I are actually friends now. Um, like, I don't call him Mr. So-and-so. I call him by his first name. Director. <laughs> <laughs> he was, like, I auditioned, and not not necessarily to toot my own horn. I am good in theater i am really good when i'm on stage and i'm getting that like i feed off that attention yeah it's like that's why i got involved in theater. it's like it's like, like everybody's looking at me and that i just feed off that yeah i'm not, you're myself. not yourself no i'm that character that's why you're so into it because you could be like this guy doesn't exist for this right moment so i audition <clears throat> one night and then at the end of it he's talking about how with the tempest the the Tempest is a Shakespeare play where these rich people come into a storm and they end up on this island, and and a lot of things ensue from there. Um, is it Gilligan's Island? But it's not. Okay. It's a really good show, actually. It's one of my favorite Shakespearean plays. Um. And he was talking about how we're going to be, the men are going to be in very nice suits, the women are going to be in gowns, and I remember as soon as he said that, I'm like, well, I'm out. (laughs) I don't have money for a suit. I can't, I don't have nice clothes. I wear the same two pants every other day. Like, (laughs) I can't do this. And so, like, I was, I was sitting outside after football practice at my school, waiting for my ride to come get me. Which, I hated that. 
Like, I remember my stepmother going, you need to tell your coach you have to get out at this time. And I'm like, I can't tell my <laughs> no, coach I can't. what time I'm getting <laughs> you out. You tell him. Right. <laughs> um, so, like, I'm waiting. And he was like, Michael! He's very flamboyant. <laughs> I, we all thought he was gay. But his wife is bad. And his, his daughter was bad. Like, <laughs> he's probably still gay. We all thought you were gay. I think you're wonderful. Even if you are gay. I don't know. Yeah, I, I think you're great. You. So. <laughs> but he's like, I was really enthused. I was so enthused. I really hope you come back out for an I'm like, I can't. I can't. Like, I didn't want to tell him, I'm broke and I can't afford the clothes you want me to wear. <laughs> and then it wasn't until the next year I auditioned for a show again. And I talked with I was like, hey, I just need to know, like, what the wardrobe is going to be because I don't have money to buy things. He's like. We we have a costume shop like right here. Like we just you don't, you don't buy you don't anything. have to give us money. And I'm like, oh my golly, <laughs> just are you kidding me? Oh man! And then that started my career in theater. And See, I I wish I stuck with. I mean, I always end up falling back to the stuff that I like or that I was good at, like making stuff with my hands i mean i know this sounds lame video games like ever since video games were invented i've played them yeah and i can always there's like i have that as some comfort but can like I say I, one thing real quick i'm sorry you gotta piss no i gotta piss i don't have to piss <laughs> you can piss but there was one game one game on my phone that I played, and I was number one in the world, in the entire world. Was it on like that little game. Nokia Nokia phone? No, it was on a smartphone. Okay. And I was number one in the world for this game. Where'd and then I then I got a new phone. It was called Sticky Balls. It's it's probably still there. <laughs> Speaking of sticky balls, <laughs> I'm leaking. Jesus, it was called sticky balls, and it's this thing where it's like you just have to dodge everything, and you press your phone, you, you press right on your phone, and you split, and you come back together, split, come back together. Hmm. So it's kind of like that you can, fluttering bird game where you're tapping the bird and no, it goes up I don't, and down. I don't think it's flap. It's, it's not like flappy. Okay. Eh, it's a little like Flappy Bird. You're actually. just splitting like, your balls. You, so your 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 two balls that come back together, and if you hit, you turn into one ball. <laughs> and the thing is, the balls. I'm... So your two balls like this, you go out and in. You always come back together. So if you lose one ball, you They're go like all the way over to one side. Oh. And so I would usually just right away lose one, lose my one ball, and I would that way I could just slide against the side for three years. I was number one in the world at something. Everybody knew my name. That everybody, that that a bunch of other people did. Like, I'm the number one father for my daughter. That's easy. You're yeah. the number one father for all of your kids. You're the only father. That's easy. For now. Now, now yeah. fatherhood's not easy. Don't, well, don't get yeah. me wrong. But I was number one competing against at least 100,000 yeah. other people. And that... I don't even know why I got into this. Oh, video games. Yeah. I, I was like, hey, let's segue real quick. You can go right back. <laughs> <laughs> and then here I am talking for a no, half I'm just hour. saying I wish I, I wish I would have, like, put all my efforts in the stuff that I, like, tried 
into one thing and been a master of it instead of knowing enough to talk shit about all this stuff but to condense it into like a few good you know be a master of something yeah i i wish that i mean i mean you can't go back but like like i could i could make furniture and stuff like that but then i like i'm like i'm gonna make a headboard i make a headboard i'm like well all right i did it and then i i'm like I'm going to try to make a knife, and I make a knife. I'm going to did that. I thought about you today mm-hmm. and making a knife, actually, because I'm like, oh, shit, you're coming over. I have all the shit. I want to show you some this. things that I've made, and I've made two things, this bench, and then I went to go make my daughter. I went your, to see if I your could daughter, wing. Like you made her? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I went to see if I could wing, wing it at making a miniature picnic table for her. Okay. And I made the top. And then I realized I didn't have enough wood left over to make the the, the sides and the bench. Remember, okay. And so I was, and then I cut like two, <clears throat> I cut four pieces of wood, and I'm like, these aren't even the right <laughs> length. Like, <laughs> I thought I measured these. I just made a big cutting How board. How did I fuck up? <laughs> so yeah, I did the top, the top, the table part of it. I was like, you know what? Fuck this. I'm going to screw this into my garage, and I'm going to hammer some nails in it. I'm going to hang tools on it. I'm going to put my keys from my car that's in the garage on it. <laughs> and then I wrote on it the date that I made it, and I wrote, dumb but exciting. <laughs> Have you ever had Gordon Ramsay's duck? I've never eaten, any, uh, eaten anything he's ever made. Well, I've never <laughs> eaten anything he's made for me. Yeah, but I've watched his videos and made things oh. from that. Yeah, I I grab stuff, but I not necessarily like follow a recipe of his. Oh, I followed like the duck recipe of his. <clears throat> but it blew my dick off. I don't have a dick anymore. It's <laughs> it's gone. It was. I guess it just flew to him. <laughs> like, it was so good. He's got it in his little chef Boom. pocket. <laughs> he uses <laughs> it to mix his <laughs> soup and taste it. <laughs> no, just sauces. <laughs> The sauces. I can't give you that. He's a little salt. Where's my soup? Is pretty deep. (laughs) (laughs) Just a shallow bowl of soup, of cold pea soup. But um, (laughs) 